0: Hey y'all! This is Randy, and you are listening to Situationships, the podcast where Black millennials share stories about dating and relationships. Hey y'all! On the season one of Situationships, I talked to a 32-year-old married woman who tells me about how she committed to a year of 100% and it got her a white boo. She shares some advice on online dating and interracial relationships. I hope you like it, and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you know when season two drops. Thanks for rocking me, y'all. Check out the episode.
1: Hey. Hey, what's up? Not much. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty well. How you doing? Awesome. I'm great. Okay. Um, I'm glad you're here today to share about your awesome relationship, your <laughs> marriage, because you're full married. Yes. Yes. Completely. And yeah. legally. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Legally. Um, yeah. Um, so I hear you have a story to tell. Uh,
1: yeah. So um, basically, it's, if you've ever seen that um, NBC show that is My Guilty Pleasure, How I Met Your Mother, this is kind of like that. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Yeah. So... Um I'm Patrice and I'm a 32-year-old black female so mm-hmm. I think that sets the stage for what what happened. Um but basically when I was 26, um I was in a very very bad job um mm-hmm. where my boss was terrible and um I was just feeling really down and my girlfriend um my friend who was a girl mm-hmm. we were not in a relationship. <laughs> right. Um but she came to visit um, because she had decided on a whim to purchase a ticket to go see someone that she was interested in who lived in the same city as me. Okay. And I was, like, buying a plane ticket at the day of and then getting over to say I love you to someone you'd never talked to um, having that level of a relationship Oh wow. about. And she was, like, yeah, it's my year of 100%. And I was, like, what is that? And she was, like, well, like, imagine if you lived every day of your life, like, actually going towards what you wanted as opposed to why you couldn't it or like anything like that just like if you have a goal even if it's like a ridiculous goal just say I'm gonna spend every day working for that goal um and at the end of the year if it doesn't work out then like I tried and that's fine um I like that
0: that's awesome yeah
1: so I was like like if I wasn't afraid of anything and I just decided I'm gonna do it then what would I do and so I was like I want to do a really like strenuous physical challenge and at the end of the year I want to look into someone's face and say I love you to them and have them say it back to me and know that we're both telling the truth oh wow like that's that's the goal oh Um, wow that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) like for real yeah (laughs) that's super scary (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and at the time I wasn't dating anyone yeah exactly (laughs) like house right (laughs) (laughs) and so I was like fuck uh, oh can we yeah yeah okay absolutely oh <laughs> um no and so um basically i for my physical challenge i biked 60 miles for oh, charity wow. and then um how long did it take you to train for that it took me about three months to train oh wow, okay um okay. so it's it's doable yeah i say for anybody listening um create a year of 100 percent and just like try something that where you're like that sounds impossible because it's not if yeah, you no. know someone that's done it, then Girl. like you're no better.
0: They're no better than you. You can do it. That's my love. Sorry. Really quickly. That's my lesson of 2017 is I literally you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. is too big. Just stop being scared and do it. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so maybe this could be your. Year. Well,
0: yeah. well, I mean, hello. Podcast. Yeah. Like, anyway. Boom. done. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, and so I, I did that. I um, booked a trip to Europe, which I had never nice. done Yeah. Um, with my twin sister um, and then i was like okay let's let's do it so i was already on okay keep it but i was just kind of like uh the i guess a lot of people do it on tinder now where they delete it and then they bring it back and then they just i've been there yeah bounce back and forth or whatever but i was like nah starting january 1st so like i threw a party for new year's eve Mm -hmm. and i invited a bunch of people and i was like you better bring some dudes because i'm not about to have some stuff any that didn't work out because someone like had to go to the hospital from my house which was like okay they got yeah that's another another story story. anyway (laughs) um and so that the first thing was like collect the dude's from who like for who you have like a connection eligible right and eligible and sort of cycle them through all those dudes were lame so it's like this isn't gonna work out yeah then it's going on okcupid and getting every day at least 30 minutes in of looking at dudes oh, profiles geez, huh? answering questions responding to people the first three months i didn't write anybody because i was like i'm from the south i'm a lady nobody yeah. like i shouldn't have to write right uh, yeah no, I was like, because the guys that message me, like, they have a selection bias, I have a selection bias, I would rather go on a date with someone who I selected, right. than someone who was like, hey, uh, your teeth are okay, like, you're no, right, it's just arbitrary, no. yeah. so I was just like, okay, I'm gonna write people, if people write me, I'll respond to them, but like, I This is a year of 100%. Like, what do I have to lose? Yeah. So I was just writing people and just every day, at least 30 minutes a day on the app. If I wasn't on the app, then I was on a date. And so I think in the course of, I met him in June. So May, April, from the middle of March to the middle of June, we're on about 50 first dates.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm not, like, I was, I was like, nah, like. Yeah, I, I have we, to get this done. Like, I'm I'm tired. And as the year goes later and later, then it's harder to be like, I love you and I love you, too. If it's real. like, this that's is real. the second yeah. date, boo. Like, no. so, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it was just like, okay, makes up a lot Because of sense. By, by August, I had to be done. And right, because y'all had to be working on loving each other. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> um, and so I just... Um, I would go on a first date, and then the opportunity cost of every single night is huge. Yeah. Because if you say, oh, I I guess he's okay, I'll go on a second date with him, then you can't go on a first date with somebody else, or you can't be on the app, like, get it done. Right. Um, And so I met a lot of dudes, um, and DC is really multicultural yeah. so like dudes from all across the spectrum um i went on a really tragic date with an indian dude that i was like you look like the indian prince eric we should get married but um he we tried to make out and i started crying and it was like <laughs> awful <laughs> so i was like damn maybe i'm not like quite ready right yet. <laughs> um but i still like just was like date 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 date, yeah. date um and i wrote to chris and he didn't write me back And I was like, this motherfucker. (laughs) Um, And so, like, two weeks went by. I was doing other things. I was training for the ride while I was doing all this stuff. I started another job while I was doing all this stuff. So I worked weekends at Wonderland. Okay, yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and so I was like, I was just like, if I just stay busy, then, Mm -hmm. like, Something's going to happen. Something's yeah. got to change. Yeah. Um, and then so I looked at his profile again because it just came up. Uh-huh. And OK, cupid tells on you. Like if you look at somebody, then they're like, this. right, right, right. Oh, you. I know. I'm familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so then he wrote me back and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I I forgot about it. I you wrote to me and I s- didn't think about it because I was going out of town. And, and then I forgot to write back to mm-hmm. you. But like, I didn't forget about you. And I'm really, really sorry. And all this stuff. Let's go on a date. And I was like, mm, OK, <laughs> OK. All right. Yeah. Um, but we, when we met, he was like, yeah, I've never like even gone on a date with a black girl before. I wasn't really? sure like what, he's also seven years older than me. Okay. And so it was like this 26 year old black woman was like, Hey, we need to hang out. And like, <laughs> when are my free? And I was like, I don't like what, huh? And so I was like, well, that was your problem. Um, but we had our first date. Where's he from? I'm sorry. He's from Maine. So he didn't even okay. like meet a black person okay. until like. Seventh grade, something like that. Like it was like that's intense. Yeah. And now he's married to one. Now he's married to one. We get him. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and so just at the time, the group that I was hanging out with was like mostly white girls. Uh huh. Um, and this was in 2012, uh-huh. so shit started popping off. Right. You had okay. like Trayvon Martin. You had like Got you. Like stuff where like Got you. Discussing race was not. You couldn't avoid it anymore. Right. Um, And my friend group splintered Mm. because there were some Beckys that were like, I don't see color. And I was like, I don't see us being friends anymore. That's real. Um, And I think that for me, one of the reasons why I was like, I can snip, snip, snip is because Chris was like very curious and very engaging. So he would he would ask me, like, how do you feel about this? And like when with your friends, you don't really talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Huh. And so we like would go through like okay like how 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 is he interpreting this news story? Mm-hmm. How am I interpreting this news story? Like what's really going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and like what in what ways do I write off his opinion? Right. And um, what ways does he like feel defensive and get that sort of like fragility right, shit? Right. Right. Um, and then just like really working through it and like we talk about stuff like really regularly mm-hmm. um we've gone to couples like counseling mm-hmm. and stuff just i mean not for like race stuff more for like just joint decision making right. which is like hard to learn um and yeah now now we're married <laughs> we're trying to buy a house and like do adult shit how i don't know if that was married? like a story no that's totally a story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been married yeah, we have been married a year and a half in like a couple weeks Okay, so so it's still new, but we've been together since 2012. And it's
0: 2017. Okay, I can do math. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so when you, because you said this wasn't the first white guy or non black guy you dated or talked to.
1: Yeah, I grew up in a um, white suburb in Charlotte. Okay. So there was like, for my twin sister and I were usually the only black people in our classes yeah and then a black guy showed up freshman year dun, of high dun, school dun. Um, <laughs> and i was like he's in the ag and ap classes too what's going on what's right what's good um and then he was like oh no i'm dating becky's almost exclusively That's do you wear makeup right. then i don't want to talk to you if you don't you wear like jeans and just like relax stuff to mm-hmm. school as opposed to like trying to be a plastic for mean girls mm-hmm. i'm not trying to deal with that and i was like i get you i see you yeah. that's fine yeah um and then that pattern got repeated
0: like throughout college and, and dc dating yeah. no i totally relate to that I, it's funny i was just talking to my mom earlier today about like my dynamics and friendships with race but for a really long time i only or primarily had white or non-black friends yeah and that's also who i was like attracted to like on a dating perspective but it wasn't always matched yeah like i often felt like Just this little black girl (laughs) who no one was like checking for. Uh, Um, So, okay, that's that's even in DC. Well, no, well, okay, so no, so that that's that was growing up, that (laughs) was like (laughs) high school and college. Yeah, and And where did you go to undergrad? University of Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yep, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because um, Pittsburgh is still very segregated and a lot of the students, at least when I was at Pitt, were from like suburbs of Philadelphia. And so it was, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so you were you were really comfortable and like used to interacting with like white people essentially, oh yeah, A- and so how was he like when you guys were starting to like get to know each other in the courtship period? was he comfortable or was with he white people no, with you, <laughs> sorry I, I,
1: I like, yeah, uh, no, um he. With dating me, I think he was a little bit nervous because a lot of the news and political conversation was about race Mm -hmm. um, and him being a white male. Like, he assumed he had no standing in the conversation, um, which is rough. But, like, my family is pretty boisterous and pretty much, like, we're going to get, like, just like me, we're going to get in your face. We're going to be like, what's up? What's good? What's going on? Um, And so um, he pushed it more than I would have Mm -hmm. um, in the sense that, like... I wasn't going to introduce him to my mom until like we were engaged like yeah. like until late um until I was like oh, I know that you're good. Yeah. Um and he after 5 weeks my mom was coming to my ha- mom happened to be coming to visit mm-hmm. and he was like so when am I going to meet your mom and yeah. I was like never. <laughs> and he was like no I think I think I should meet her. I think I should meet her and like introduce. And so she brought my aunt with her and then there was like a whole dinner and like some of my friends were there and he was there and my mom and my aunt were like, um, and for the listeners, I did the <laughs> um, eye sort of like glaring and like really investigating what like was going laser on. Focus laser focus on Laser focus and being like, who is this guy? Because the last guy that they had met was in high school. Oh, okay. Because um, okay. I was like, I don't, I'm not going to bring around somebody and waste my mom's Randos, time. Randos, right. Yeah. Um, and he, he asked questions. He asked what sort of things um, they were interested in or how they felt about like him being um the one dating mm-hmm. their daughter or like her daughter and um he made a lot like he as far as effort goes like he um learned how to make sweet potato pies and like practice really regularly and like bought a bunch of different pies to this dinner which I was like you know that's not like a it's not a requirement you just had to show up but okay <laughs> um so to yeah he was like <laughs> trying to fit like he was like I'm gonna learn everything about it and like I thought that that was really important because there. Are, I've dated a l- lot of dudes that are white or Asian or Latino um, that were not particularly interested in being like I'm going on a deep dive into what's going on over here yeah. because like I want to be a permanent fixture over here. Yeah. Um. And so that was. Yeah.
0: yeah. Did you? How did? Did you meet your goal? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We. Um. He said, "I love you." Like super fast. Really? I was like, I believe you, but no, are you boy, crazy? No, I'm yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, he he said it like after 6 weeks of dating. Okay. And I was like you shouldn't say it like oh, that fast. Know. Like I can't say it back no, I don't too much. I, would, I don't want to lie to you. I don't right. like right. um and so cool. I went on a trip to Europe, the trip that uh-huh. I was saving for with um niece and niece is my sister, yeah. yeah. Um and then after I got back was like I'm feeling you too.
0: Oh, like, we're good. that distance you're like okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's so awesome god yeah i gotta (laughs) like do i need to set a goal like all right for 2020 end of 2018 yeah okay yeah okay it's
1: like december like get your life together just be like here's what i would like to do it doesn't have to be like a physical challenge it could be like i want to raise money for charity or i like something has to be outside of
0: yourself i want (laughs) i want your very specific (laughs) goal (laughs) (laughs) Okay. okay um no that's I think that's just so fascinating because I've actually listened to a couple of podcasts that have talked about, um, I think there it might have been a woman and a man, but people who have just been very intentional and yeah. strategic about looking for love, yeah, and have been successful. And it's funny because I like I'm kind of like that type A analytical kind of person, a logical thinking kind of person as well. And Makes so sense. I that this intrigues me.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> I didn't, like, I, I've heard some of the podcasts, I think they did one on Planet Money where yeah. someone had a spreadsheet yes. and was, like, grading people and, like, they had a criteria by which the second date would happen that was, like, so many points. And I was like, uh, that's not my life. That's mm-hmm. not how I'm no, going to do things. Um, but the opportunity cost thing is real. Like, right. And the... Um, the desire for, and I've, I've seen this more among millennials than mm-hmm. others, um, to optimize is real. So, like, I it's think very, Aziz yeah. Ansari did yeah. the, like, modern love thing mm-hmm. where there's so many choices that you're like, but something better could happen. Exactly, Yeah. Or, or um, oh, we had a fight about, like, who's the better director? And they're wrong. And that bad taste is likely some sort, like...
0: An indicator of, an like... Indi- yeah, <laughs> and it's like,
1: no, it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can disagree about, like, major point, Like, some, you can be with someone who doesn't like movies, and you like movies, Yeah. right? One thing is, they might learn to, like, a specific niche of movies. And if they don't, there's, like, every other thing to talk about. Like, it's not... Unless you are a movie director, and they don't want to know
0: anything about right. your life. Right, like, right. Uh, so... It also sounds like you're a proponent. You you're a proponent of online dating and apps and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know why people don't do well, it. Well, okay. So, and the thing is, I was. I so I was very anti for okay. a while, and I was like, Shh, I'm not doing this unless <laughs> I'm 40 and desperate. That's not, well, but I also think like I don't know. That's what a lot of Black people have thought. And I, mean, I was like, apps for us
1: now. I know, Who I like, know. but meet. it was
0: like it was like it was this idea that. I'm so popping. I don't need to meet somebody on the internet. I'm gonna meet someone in real life, and and that's that's like genuinely like what I thought yeah. <laughs> like, for a really yeah. long time. And I was just like, nah. And then one of my really good friends, she broke up with her boyfriend and was like, I'm getting on the app. I was like, bitch, why <laughs> did you tell me this is the thing we were doing? Like, <laughs> I didn't know we were cool with apps. Yeah. I was like, you've been thinking this whole time. And so I did it, and I was like, oh, this is fun, and it's and just a really you easy. In? So I was in D.C. Okay. when I started yeah. and I was using OKCupid okay because yep. I was like, Tinder is just too superficial for me. So I was like, OKCupid. Okay, and I had another friend who told me to use that. Yep. Um, and it was cool. And I was meeting people and it was it was straight. Yeah. And I met people who like were interesting. Not everybody worked out, but it was just like a really easy way to meet people. Yeah. Um. However, I did it for I was doing online dating for maybe like a year and a half, two years. OK. Um, even till after, like after I moved to Baltimore, and then I just kind of got burned out. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not meeting people who I really click with. Um, this the, like too often it wasn't going past like a second date. Yeah, you know, and I was just like, I'm tired. I'm yeah, <laughs> like, and I needed a break, and so like I'm still on that break. I yeah. guess like maybe I'll go. How long has that break been? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'd say since like. Spring. So I was talking to somebody early, like mm, spring into early summer. And so I was like pausing with online stuff. And then that ended. So I was like, well, I guess I'll hop back on. And then I went on a couple of dates and I was like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. I kind of just, no one seems worth the energy yeah. and the effort. Because it is, it's It's, it's energy. a lot of work. It's work. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah, I took a break and. I don't know. I'm still just I, like right now I'm on some like you have personal goals that you want to accomplish and like finding a partner the way that I want will require way more that may more work and time than I currently have. Yeah. So, I think
1: chilling. it's even more than just like
0: the time that you would be putting into your goals versus the time that you'd be
1: putting into work like as you're as you grow in your goals and sort of what you want and all of those things, those help to clarify what you're looking for. Right. And so like, I'm, I don't think that anybody should be like, I'm sick and tired of this, but I'm going to stay on this app. One, you're wasting everyone else's time because no one wants to go on a date with you. Right. And then two, it's like, find yourself, like find, make some other crazy goal and work on that because the mental energy of, is he going to call or (laughs) should I call him or, um, who should I write or, Go do something else. No, that's very very real. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's transition to asking for a friend. Okay. Because um, I ask all these questions for my friends who need their who need help and advice. Not me. I don't need it. Obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, don't protest too much. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I think that your interracial interracial marriage is really interesting and so I want to kind of dig into that a little bit. So, okay. um what are some of the challenges, if any, um that you think are unique to interracial relationships?
1: Um I think that it requires empathy. Mm. Um it's like but all relationships require empathy, but it requires Um, empathy on the part of the other person related to your family more Mm -hmm. um, and related to like social situations so like there are times where for instance Chris was like oh let's stop in this diner and we were on a road trip from DC to Charlotte where I live and Mm -hmm. we took the mountain route we stop into this diner and he's like this looks great this looks fun Um, and like record scratch there is no minority people and mm-hmm. the youngest person besides us is maybe fifty. Yeah. So it's a lot of old white people. Yeah. Looking at us like and I think that him realizing like, oh wait, like I could literally put my partner into danger by just sort of being like, I'm glad we we're having right. fun. Um and so I'm like, nah, nah. And now he's he's hyper vigilant mm-hmm. to be like, where can we be where it makes sense and like both of us feel cool?
0: Right. That's really, that's really important because I think being considerate of your partner's safety and comfort is, is essential to any relationship. Yeah. But you
1: don't, like, you might not be aware of it if you've never had to look for like particularly race relations. Right. Right. Yeah. And so he had to learn that. And then I had to learn just sort of like, okay, my assumptions about like a group of white people. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to be like, I don't know them. Like. Who are they? Are they going to try and hurt me? Mm-hmm. Right. And like, that's not all, like, that's not always the best um, approach, yeah. particularly <laughs> when it's like meeting his family or like meeting, <laughs> right. like right. or meeting people that are like connected to him. And like some people, no, don't trust them because yeah. they're not great. No, that's very um, but it's, it doesn't do me or my relationship any service to go into every, every situation. Like who is you? Yeah. Like it's, to To just amp it down a little bit, yeah, and like give give a chance. Mm -hmm. I'll give one, but yeah, just give a chance.
0: Yeah. Um. What are so? It sounds like you've experienced some sticky or tricky situations. What have there been any sort of negative? Has there been any negativity from like people close in your life, like family or close friends or?
1: i would say no just because like the first boyfriend in high school i brought home was white yeah. and then like kenise brought home a- is my twin sister yeah. kenise brought home a white guy and so everyone was like they live in that white <laughs> suburb like they're bringing home white dudes like that's just how it's gonna be i guess um they and nobody was like if only she could find a dark skin like small brother like right. no no everybody's <laughs> like i the we're kind of quirky in the family we want to like watch movies and, like, talk about some sort of poet that we saw or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, they're like, if they find anybody, (laughs) it's probably good for them. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. um, What about his family?
1: His family.
0: No, I think that,
1: um, one, I don't think he would tell me if someone was like, why'd you bring this so-and-so home? Two, his family's from Maine. So, like, any conception of race that they, like, had wasn't like informed by any kind of reality so i don't think they're they would be particularly attached to it if they had it okay. right if they were like black people steal things or something like some mm-hmm. sort of like random thing that like people that are not exposed to but like somehow get like racist ideas from yeah um that they, they, they didn't come across any like they they there's like i read this one time how attached are you to that idea right. particularly someone sitting in front of you that's like oh you like this movie i like it too like You're not, like, going to cling to that. I got you. Well, I mean, I hope. But um, in terms of his family, like, nah. I think that um, they actually make a conscious effort to, like, so his brother and his sister-in-law have two kids. And they're in Boston where it's super white. Yeah. Um, but like when we go up, they like make an effort with like the toys that are, that are there, like a diversity of toys that are represented, diversity in the books that are represented and not just like, we have a black book so that you know that like our kids aren't going to grow up racist, but it's like they have, I mean, they, they expose them to all types of cultures and things. Um, and I think that they, they ask sort of like, oh, like how's this? So that they're,
0: they're not just like raising racist kids. (laughs) (laughs) They're not raising racist kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. Um so do you have any advice that you would impart into anyone going into an interracial relationship?
1: Um if
0: it's if it's your
1: first time dating someone outside your race, I would say listen twice as much as you talk. Yeah. Um to to sort of see what the deal is and I mean, sometimes people will prove you right if you're like, mm, I don't know, and I'm not sure, and yeah. they're like, oh, I know this, and that, like, oh, God, um, so many white dudes, I think is the name of a podcast, but yeah. it's also oh, um, oh some of my dating history. So, um, yeah, like, dudes will be like, oh yeah, I really like Nas and I like this thing oh, about him and yeah. I like this and I like that. And Trying do you to, like, know impress. this one song that he came out with <sighs> the year that you were born and it was only on some like radio station for two days, but I know about it and, and thus I am down. And I was like, I I don't listen to Nas that, right, exactly. like that. Like I mean, I know who he is. But I, I don't. Um, but if you want to meet someone who's into Nas, maybe when you're writing, you should just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's also a Becky that listens to Nas too. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not just because I have locks right. that I would do that. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I totally yeah, understand yeah, that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and I would say specifically if you are a person of color dating another person of color mm-hmm. that's outside, um okay right like so like outside of your particular ethnicity right so like dating asian or dating latino um like jump in dude like everything (laughs) is interesting it's fun like so um yeah like it's not just a white to black or white to Asian. like
0: the look
1: look to your left and your right. Yeah. There's some <laughs> there's some fun stuff
0: going on. No, that's true. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I think I think it's like Issa Rae's book, and somewhere else they talk about um how like black women and Asian men are like yes. the bottom of the total pole. <laughs> and I'm all for these Blasian babies. Yeah. Like um, Yeah, I'm just saying like
1: Um, who's that dude? They did a whole episode on Thursday Kit about um oh, John John Cho. Cho. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm married, but like you could call, you know, okay. like <laughs> yeah. nobody's nobody's stop there. This doesn't have to be a dividing line. Like right. if 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 you are whatever race and you're like, I'm woke or whatever. First of all, don't say that you're woke. Let other people determine that. Right. Um, but to like. Try a new flavor.
0: No, I like it. Yeah. It's funny because I've always been open. Like I said, for a really long time, I I was mostly attracted to non black men, yeah. like in high school and college, and then I went to Costa Rica and it changed my life. But um, okay. <laughs> that's well, another story I would love to hear that. Right. Story. Yeah. But um even with that, I have not dated many men outside of my race. Okay. Even, but but not for lack of wanting. Like, I don't know. I just feel like Get sure okay if you am not make you a dude. Well okay, and that's actually <laughs> my next question. <laughs> Because I, in my experience, when I initiate conversation online, I don't get responded to. Yeah, I mean, some of it's trash, right? So, like, I will say that the OK Cupid did us
1: whole this whole demographic study. I think it was in 2009, and then they updated it in 2013, where they talked about who, upon sending messages, gets the least amount of replies. Mm-hmm. And it, again, is black Definitely. women and Asian dudes. Yeah. Which is like, really? Because we fine. We out here. AF. Like, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I mean, I would say as long as you don't tie, like, your worth yeah. to a response, yeah. then, like, there's really no harm in being, That's like, real. hey, I saw that you liked X, Y, and Z. They usually hang in these neighborhoods. I like this bar in this neighborhood. Want to meet up sometime. And then once you click send, delete it from, like, right. that somebody responds or doesn't respond. Like
0: Detach yourself Detach yourself from that, yourself right. from that right. completely.
1: And then, like... Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think Tinder is a trap and it's it's dumb. But for like, OK Cupid, are they still doing the thing where you like answer questions and they give you a match I percentage? Think so. Okay, to me that is like I key love it. because like a picture in 140 characters Come is on. a dumb way to pick somebody. Exactly. And like just sort of saying like, hey, like asking questions like, what is the point of sex? Yeah, that's a huge question. The answer of which yes. like can really determine whether or not you should be with somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Or like. I mean, they said one of the key determinants of, like, successful matches was, like, do you like horror movies? I think that's a shallow question, mm-hmm. but, like, statistically, if it correlates with, like, second date, it might right. right. it's something, like, to consider, right? right? But you don't get that in 130 characters right. or 140, whatever, however many Tinder lets you have. Um, so, like, having a good match percentage and just mean like, I'm not going to waste my time on less than 85%, because, like... Why? No, right. That's very real. Um, and then just sort of saying like, OK, I'm going to send messages. And if people get back to me, then that's cool. Um, and if they don't like there are so many dudes like. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Next.
0: No, <laughs> next. No, that's real. I've, and I've like gone back and forth because at first I was like, yes, OK, keep it because they had that algorithm mm-hmm. and it, it, it and the people who I've met uh, who I had like a higher percentage with, I enjoy spending time with it. Right. Like, I mean, obviously. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is legit. Um, but then someone brought in the concept that like Tinder is more is, is closer to real life because when you meet someone, you just see them and you decide whether or not you want to talk to them and interact with them. But at the same time, I don't know, I guess you could say that. You don't like you get to immediately talk to that person, engage, and figure yeah. out if they're worth your time. Yeah, which you, I guess, you can kind of do in the conversation. You know, the chatting. I would say that, app, but that I don't know. Tinder is closer to real life
1: doesn't make it a better thing at all. In <laughs> real very life, real. sucks. Very, like, it's very like real. just, doesn't mean, just let right, that go. doesn't mean it's better. <laughs> um, that's that's a really good if, point. If in a bar they had some bubble over people's heads, it was Girl. like this guy sucks, or like this guy literally doesn't know, like. That women can have orgasms. Like, bye. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. don't hang out with him. Don't yeah. talk to him. Um, and that he has a cute picture is still not going to help you out at no. all. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I like that there's a percentage match and all of that stuff. And I would say, like, yeah, it's it's a numbers game. I mean, like, it's a numbers game.
0: So you no, just it's very real. And through. It's funny, too. Like, listening to um, Esther Perel, her new yeah. podcast, and just like thinking that yes relationships are a lot about emotions and how you feel about a person Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of just like data and information that needs to be assessed Mm -hmm. and like these apps help you sift through some people and like narrow down your like choices to people you're actually potentially compatible with yes because one thing that she said recently is like, it's easy to find a love. It's not easy to find someone who you can live a compatible life with. Mm-hmm. There's lots of dude that you can feel all kinds of ways about and draw right. hearts in a journal with. that don't know how to flush a toilet or like
1: take out the trash. Right. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 you know them personally. Yeah. it's like mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm.
1: Imagine a random Tuesday after you've been living with someone for five years. Like that's yeah that's another criteria yeah um can I give a piece of advice of
0: course uh, please do um
1: if you're going to online date yeah. and you're going to like be very intense about like boom 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 to knock them through yeah. you're going to meet a lot of people yeah. right and some of them are going to be like mm, this guy's pretty hot or like mm, yeah. I'm feeling this guy um I think that it is very beneficial uh-huh. to while you're doing that have a friend with benefits Huh. People are like, why would you have a friend with benefits? You want to, like, fall in love with someone. One, because you're not hooking up all the time with, like, randos. third date randos. Yeah. Right? Um, two, there's no emotional, like, there's no emotional, atta- I mean, there's there's emotional attachment, but there's no, like, ooh, if this goes well, then, like, physically I might get gratification. You're already getting gratification. You're good. Right. You could be friends with this person that you're sitting across the table with or not. Like, there's no,
0: there's no like, um, physical urgency that yeah. comes from
1: like, you've already got the
0: handle. Like, it's that's a really good. Yeah. I like that because, like, yeah. I think there are times when you find someone, you're like, oh, I found one. Like, <laughs> uh, I gotta get it. <laughs> 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 but if you're like, well, I got someone yeah. to fall yeah. back on if this yeah. doesn't work out, it's way easier to be like, nah, I'm uh, not feeling it. Yeah, it's like,
1: mm, this, or like, what did you say? Can you explain that idea yeah. that you had about this instead of being like glossary? Let's get to the yeah, the, yeah. And, and then, like, you for me, it was like drink one drink or two drinks because mm-hmm. after the third drink you're like you're funny and i'm hilarious and i feel great it's like drink two drinks yeah. have someone that you know like on a friday if you schedule your date at seven and it sucks then you have someone at eight o'clock that you can text and be like what's good and yeah. then at nine you're handled like
0: dang yeah that's real <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> you, I knew you were strategic at work, but like <laughs> this is on a whole other level. Like I need to step my game up. And clearly, it, like
1: I mean, like and it can be like someone that you are not going to date, and the fact that you're dating people and like talking to people, you're not catching feelings for yes. someone who is just providing a really, really necessary and good <laughs> service, right? Right? They're, let them provide that service yeah. and then walk away and right. go have a very interesting, intellectual conversation on date number two with guy number seventeen, like.
0: Dang, I really like that. You just, like, Tommy me something. <laughs> I'm, like, literally, I'm, like, uh, I think I never really deactivated my, my okay Keep it account. I just stopped checking it. Yeah. Might need to go check it. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying. Say, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, the, I, uh, during my year of 100%, yeah, mm-hmm. have had a friend with benefits. Like, when I met Chris, I was like, hey, so look, this has been like fun and I really appreciate it. Um, but I think you're looking for other things. I'm looking for yeah. other things. And he was like, yeah, because that's what this was. And it was like, we have a mutual understanding about what this was. Yeah. Nobody's mad. Yeah. And then I can like get into a relationship that's serious. Yeah. And not be like,
0: is he going to call or who's going to like, right. no, I'm, I got plans. Yeah. I'm good. So, sorry. And now I'm curious about your friend with benefits. Is that, um, how was it, how was it, how were you able to not develop feeling like, did you not like him? Did you not enjoy no, spending time with I, him? I thought that he was, was it,
1: great. Uh-huh. He was coming out of a relationship. And mm-hmm. so emotionally, I think he just had like a lot of baggage. Yeah. Right. And I'm, like, mm, I doubt that if I hadn't met anybody and we'd continue to hook up, that it would have, like, transformed or he would have gotten over that baggage. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just dealing with stuff. Yeah. And, like, there are people who, like, should be alone for a, l- a long period of time. Um, and they can be alone and then still physically be a really great resource. <laughs> right? I, right? I don't know how to, like, frame that in a more
0: I refined you. way. But, like...
1: <laughs> He needed to be alone and work his stuff out about his ex. And then once or twice a week, he could physically, you know, hang out and then go home and do what he had to do and not make it my problem at
0: all. But since you knew that going in, you knew you didn't want to, like, you just weren't going to allow yourself to go down that path. Yeah, and it was like, I was
1: already, like, I was training for the ride. I was working an extra job and i was going on all these dates right so like the the sort of two times a week was like if it was schedule appropriate right right? and like he he was somewhat flexible on his schedule and so it like worked out really well he was really smart he was a friend of a friend at the time Mm -hmm. um he was very discreet which is like very important um and he was he's he was nice you know like i mean there wasn't he wasn't like oh women are or like, yeah. you know, they're just gonna try and break. Like he was just like working through stuff. Yeah. And like no, that's very real. Yeah.
0: I think it's just, um in my experience with like people I know, and my experience, personal experience with friends with benefits is like someone, yeah, got up yeah. at some point, and someone got their feelings hurt, and so it was never just purely this like y'all part ways, and it's like oh, okay, I don't, I mean, I feel like, but I, c- I could see that like being very intentional entering that relationship and knowing what it is like that. I could see that being successful.
1: Yeah. Particularly if it's part of a larger thing. I mean, like it sounds really cold to be like, specifically if it's part of a larger strategy <laughs> in order to like handle one part of yourself while you find your soulmate like men do it all the time? <laughs> I mean, yeah i don't know i'm just like but it it makes it so much easier if yeah. you're like not like like super lustful on date three because you yeah. haven't had any and yeah. you've just been going out with losers like no it's okay i'm gonna have two drinks and if you're cool then maybe we can go on another
0: date and no skin off my back yeah yeah I've learned so much today. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, your experiences. This is great. No problem. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on your show. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you have a story you'd like to share on the podcast, hit me up at situationshipspod at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at situationshipspod. And lastly, be the first to know about podcast news. Sign up at situationshipspodcast.com.